Welcome, Welcome to, to Quick, Quick Shots. 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 Welcome to Quick Shots with your favourite cousins, James and Alex Fitzgerald. Alex, obviously on maternity leave, so I've pulled in the big guns. Mitch has come back on a red eye overnight from Perth, which uh, you don't look too bad, maybe fading <laughs> slightly as we tip over midday here. Uh, on the Thursday, Mitch, but yes, welcome. Yes, it is a pleasure to be here. And, yeah, fading at a rate of knots, um, hence why I'm giving you two questions this week, that's for sure. So Fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough. I appreciate you coming in. Um, bit, of a ta- bit of a tax and finance bend on today's questions. Yeah, absolutely. So jo- we'll kick it off with Joel, who um, who is asking, does depreciation affect your capital gains tax payment in the event you sell your property? It does. So, look, nothing's for free in life and... The depreciation allows us to reduce our tax and use basically our, our, our rent and, and our tax to fund the cost of holding a property. Uh, what you do have to do is you have to factor in that if you ever sell the property, uh, you have to pay capital gains tax based on the, the value that you've depreciated the house to. So you might have to pay some of that back down the track. Um, for me, never intend to sell the property. So I'd rather that money be my pocket week to week, month to month, year to year. Um, but yeah, Joel, good good question. It is a bit of a trade-off and something that you should consider as, as part of the overall strategy, whether or not you use the depreciation uh, or not. For me, it's 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 a bit of a no-brainer, but mm. different strategies require uh, di- different ways of using it. I'll go to I'll go to the Camden on this one. It's a really good question, actually. Uh, probably don't get asked enough about about this, which is uh, he's written in that he's got a home that's done really well got some equity in that home, as in the home's gone up in value uh, and, and, you know, doesn't owe a lot on the property. And mm. his question is, what is the best way to go about accessing his equity so that he can use it on another investment? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and, you know, to, just to sort of clarify, equity is the difference between the value of your asset and the debt that you owe on it. So if you have a property worth a million bucks, you owe 500000 on it, you've got half a million dollars of equity there. There's a couple of ways you can access it. You can obviously sell the property, in which case you get the proceeds of that sale, but you do have you know, some large costs like capital gains tax, paying an agent, so the equity is eroded by the selling costs. The other way to access it is through an equity loan um, where you can approach a bank and say, please you know, conduct a valuation on my home, determine its value, and allow me to pull out some equity. However, it is quite treacherous depending on which, treacherous. Bank, which, which bank you go to because some banks will want to know what you're using the money you're pulling out of your home. So, for example, you of that 500, you might pull 200 out and usually you want to state that it's for investment purposes, in which case some banks will say, no worries, here it is and off you go. But there are other banks out there that will want to see proof of what you're investing in and if it's a property, want to see contracts and take security and, and assessing. So, you can get tripped up with it, but they're the sort of two two ways you can access equity. Good advice, Mitch. Little uh, little hack in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll finish with Anna for you, James. Um, what is the difference between prime cost and diminishing value method for depreciation? Mm. So, uh, Anna, uh, in, in terms of property investment, the, the biggest depreciation, uh, the biggest, sorry, tax deduction, which most people think it's the interest, it's actually the cost of the home. And you can deduct and, and, and depreciate 100% of the cost of that home. Now, prime cost assumes that you just depreciated the value of that home equally over about 40 years. So you can, you can depreciate the value of the home over 40 years and prime cost method would mean you uh, depreciate it equally. 
mm-hmm. you're just going to get equal mm-hmm. deductions over the time that you hold it. So what's that like? The value of the house that you built? So two and a half roughly 2.5%. For, yeah, 2.5% yeah. per annum yep. uh, for, for 40 years. Yep. Um, diminishing value, what that allows you to do is to break up the different parts of the home so you can differentiate between the building and then the the fixtures and fittings and 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 you know all the all the um, uh, parts of the house. And for the non-building components, you can diminish, uh, you can sorry, uh, depreciate that at a much faster rate. So what it means is you end up getting a lot more of those tax deductions in the first ten years. Mm. Um, so so you know, rough rough rule of thumb is you, you can almost get half of the house depreciated in the in the first ten years. That that's mm. sort of uh, the extent of of the difference there, which which obviously makes a huge difference to your cash flow in those first ten years, Anna. Uh, and look, I always recommend diminishing value because your rents go up over time. So you're going to want those depreciation benefits for your cash flow in the first ten years, so that in the second ten years and then the ten years after that, you've got your rents at a much higher rate, which is going to mean your cash flow doesn't need it as much. Um, but, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that it's the only way that you can do things. And a very good question. It, uh, mm. So, in fact, all, all good questions today. Thank you, guys, for yeah. uh, sending those through. Mitch, you'll be back for the main body this week as well. Uh, oh, I will be, yeah. Might be the last one it, we do it, this Hang year. on, this week? I was going to say, there's Next a week, Christmas sorry. party sorry. tomorrow. And sorry. I, don't, I dare say we're not recording during <laughs> that. No, Christmas, um. <laughs> <that's fair. laughs> Christmas party, yes, yes, yes. So it might not be a Monday record depending on uh, on. Whether you push the boat out or not yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, well, we'll see how I wake up tomorrow after the uh, after the Perth flight. But hey, before I go, got a tip, mm. Netflix show. I know where okay. yeah, I know some of the listeners enjoy our, our tips and yes. treason uh, on Netflix. Treason. Very good. About MI six, okay. um, which is the central intelligence or you know, like the, the intelligence agency in uh, in the UK. So there you go, treason. Got me through a Perth flight. I've just finished Top Boys. That uh, that's next on my list. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks. Uh, if you've got any questions, send them through. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favorite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is the doubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is the doubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.